When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. This is the NFL. If you don't come prepared, you don't give respect to you know who you're playing. You get beat. The goal is to win the Super Bowl. Murray from his end zone. Hit from behind. A pick six. What a disaster. But we fell short of that. That's the kind of loss that makes you question the entire offensive philosophy. We understand what's got to happen in order to go forward. Where do we go if we don't get this fixed? With Kyler Murray. We've had good conversations nonstop. He's part of our long-term plan. All of our long-term goal here is to have Kyler be our, our quarterback. Breaking news to start the show is all the off-season drama in the desert has led to a massive payday for Kyler Murray of the Arizona Cardinals. Adam Schefter, you broke the story. What do we need to know? It's a five-year, $230.5 million extension field. This is something that both sides have talked about and wanted to do throughout the entire offseason. It's a deal that they set out to conquer and complete before training camp begins. And lo and behold, training camp begins, and Kyler Murray gets the next big quarterback deal with an average annual salary of $46.1 million that places him amongst the top three Highest paid quarterbacks in the game in terms of average salary per year. A lot of guaranteed money. Two-time Pro Bowl quarterback. You remember Chris Mortensen talking last year on the Super Bowl pregame show about how some people felt like Kyler needed to grow up there. I still think there's some curiosity as to how Kyler Murray is going to react to this deal. There's no disputing his skills, his abilities, his talents. He's a tremendous talent, two-time Pro Bowl, but the Cardinals are betting on Kyler Murray and betting big with a five-year extension today that is now official before training camp begins. Shefty, great stuff. And just to reiterate once, once more, it's a five-year deal worth a total of $230.5 million. In terms of average annual value, Kyler Murray is now second behind only Aaron Rodgers on a per-year basis of $46.1 million. As far as guarantees go, again, this is according to Shefty, $160 million guaranteed for Kyler Murray. That's the second most in the NFL behind only Deshaun Watson. We can talk about uh, a lot of facets of this decision by the Arizona Cardinals. One thing's undeniable, Murray's a unique player. He's the only player in NFL history to throw for 70 touchdowns and rush for 20 touchdowns within his first three seasons in the league. Uh, but Tim, this is an eye popper, that much is for sure. When you see where Kyler Murray, as we have Tim Hasselbeck and Robert Griffin III here on NFL Live, where you see where that list stacks up with Kyler Murray, second in terms of both average annual value and also guaranteed money, does the contract make sense to you? No, Field, it does make sense to me, and I think it's important for everyone to understand that just because you're the second highest paid quarterback in the NFL, it doesn't mean you're the second best quarterback in the NFL. It just means that the time to do your deal was um, you know, such that you had enough leverage. Uh, the team liked you uh, enough to invest in you in the future. And the reality is, is that there's going to be new deals that are following that will bump him down from being the second highest paid quarterback on an average per year basis. So, you know, when you look at it from the Cardinals standpoint, I think we all agree. Adam said it, you said it. He is a unique player, one that you can build around. 
Is he perfect? No. Are, are there some things that they would probably like to see him do as a leader in that locker room better? Sure. But when you also look at what the quarterback market's going to do between Lamar Jackson probably getting a new deal soon, uh, Justin Herbert on the horizon, Joe Burrow potentially on the horizon, at some point you have to realize we're better off doing this deal now than waiting for those other deals to get done. Yeah, without a doubt, guys, when I, when I listen to this deal, the first thing that comes to mind is I'm happy for Kyler Murray. The little man got the big bag, and he's get a, it's life-changing money. The problem, I, the, the problem I have with the deal itself is that if Deshaun Watson can get a fully guaranteed deal with everything that he has going on off the field, then Kyler Murray and everyone else, these top players, deserve to get guaranteed money, fully guaranteed deals, and that's not what happened. But the, another win that they did have is – Earlier in the offseason, the, the team came out anonymously through sources and tried to trash Kyler's name. And this is a big win for Kyler and his agent because they stood pat, they stood their ground, and they ended up winning and not allowing the media storm to kind of diminish his value and make him take 10 to 15, $20 million less. And I think that's not talked about enough. We have to stop allowing teams to negotiate through the media and drive guys' markets down by saying negative things about them that really no one really even needs to know about whether they are true or false. Well, and, but I, I do think, Robert, it is, it's worth sort of reminding, and I, I pulled up just the, the, the verbiage that was used by Mort that Chef, you referenced. This was the morning of the Super Bowl this year, and I'm just going to read it here. Murray is described as self-centered, immature, and a finger, point, finger pointer that, according to sources, he was frustrated with the franchise and was embarrassed, embarrassed by the playoff loss to the Rams and thinks he's been framed as the scapegoat. Tim, I know that $230.5 million certainly is a sign of how you feel about each other, but that story is something that I am having a hard time distancing myself from right now. How much does it matter? How much of a risk is Arizona incurring, even if they kind of had to because there could be benefit from doing it down the line? Is this a riskier deal than some of the recent quarterback contracts like the Josh Allens or the Patrick Mahomes that we have seen get done? You know, I, I think, listen, it depends on how you feel about his leadership. It depends about how you feel about, uh, you know, how the guys in that locker room are responding to him. I mean, I think, you know, in terms of the risk, I think there's always risk when you invest the type of money that these organizations invest in starting quarterbacks because you never really know how somebody's going to respond to it. Do they take it? Uh, and understand that they have an immense responsibility to, to have a role in that organization, both you know, to the city they represent as well as just from a football perspective. Some, some, some guys take that and raise their game. Other people, I think it intimidates them. It scares them, and they want to run away from the responsibility. So you, I don't think you ever really know how somebody's going to respond. It, it's... Um, it's a feeling that the organization has to have based on their experience with the player. So, you know, I would just say from the standpoint of, you know, what the characterization was uh, of Kyler Murray and his leadership or lack thereof, clearly it was superseded by what they've been able to see from him on the football field because it's undoubtable, it's, un it's, it's clear to everyone who watches him play that he is a special, special player. You know, Robert, if, you know, if you were put yourself in Kyler's shoes and listen, you're the number two overall pick in the NFL draft and great success in your career and you are reading these this report even if you don't know who the source of the report yeah. is the perception is certainly that it's coming from inside the building 
how much of a bridge do you have to get between the player and the organization separate from the money? The money is one thing, but these issues, yeah. if they're real, you got to handle them and address them. Yeah, no doubt about it, Phil. And I think you, you hit the nail on the head there by saying it's hard to distance yourself from those reports. Because to me, if you were going to pay Kyler Murray $230.5 million and guarantee $160 million of it anyway, then why do the fans need to know these minor grievances that you have about his leadership or about his work ethic or whatever else it may be? It honestly doesn't matter. All you're doing is driving down the guy that's supposed to lead your franchise in the eyes of the fans, the media, and everyone that surrounds the team. What are his teammates thinking when they see that? Does the team really have this guy's back? They paid him a bunch of money, but they're kind of saying slick stuff behind his back. That's why I don't understand that portion of it. But now that he has gotten paid, Kyler Murray can just kind of walk around in the building and feel more free to be himself and be a better leader if that is even the case. We don't know if that is necessarily true or not. I haven't heard anyone tell me that, but now Kyler has got the money, the big bag behind him to support him going out and being the leader of that team like he has on the field. Yeah, much more to come on this story. Again, is the story of the day in the NFL. We'll have plenty more of it here on NFL Live, but we go from the bank, I suppose, to the field as the Raiders became the first team to get back on the field as Vegas is off and running with their full squad, veterans included. Well, expectations and hope for a deep playoff run are sky high right now in the Sin City. New head coach Josh McDaniels, he's focused on exactly where his feet are. I think the only expectation we have is that we're going to go out there and work extremely hard to try to be the best team we can be each day and improve. You know, and at this point in time, during the course of this season, you know, we're in we're in a you know complete foundational building type phase. You know, we're not worried about you know thinking about opponents and games and strategies and those kind of things. This is about fundamentals. So, Robert, we've talked a lot about this skill group on offense with Devontae Adams, Hunter Renfro, Darren Waller, but not nearly enough about Josh McDaniels and what he is going to do in his role as their new head coach and de facto offensive coordinator. What do you expect this offense to look like under his leadership? Well, Phil, the first thing I, I got to commend Josh McDaniels for not coming in and blowing up the roster like he did in Denver a few years back yes. when he was the head coach there. So he's already off to a great start. But I think this team is going to look like the 2007 Patriots light, right? Ooh. The Patriots from Wish a little bit because Randy Moss was their star receiver and Devontae Adams isn't quite that level of a deep threat. But Darren Waller's better than Ben Watson. Hunter Renfro controls the middle of the field in the slot similar to the way that Wes Welker did with Tom Brady. Now, the difference is you got Derek Carr leading this crew as opposed to Tom Brady, but with Josh McDaniels being there, this will be the best skill group, head to, you know, top to, top to bottom, wide outs, receivers, tight ends that he has ever had. And it's just a matter of how can he get through to Derek Carr. I think that Derek Carr could easily make a jump from 23 touchdowns and 14 interceptions to 40-plus touchdowns and less than 10 interceptions based off the way that Josh McDaniels likes to call it. They're going to win whatever way they have to. If they got to throw it 40 times, they'll throw it. If they got to run it 40 times, they'll run it 40 times. But the bottom line is their offensive line has to own the line of scrimmage. And I think that's not being talked about enough because that's the biggest question mark on this entire offense. 
Yeah, I think it's a good point, Robert, because when you look at it, like there's no doubt, everyone kind of consensus, the weapons, skill position players are outstanding. And I think there's a lot of faith in Derek Carr, especially with how he played a year ago, you know, being surrounded with a ton of adversity. And so um, I think you're right about that. What I think this offense is going to look like is a lot like the New England Patriots. I think Derek Carr's proven that he can be a guy that's got great command at the line of scrimmage. I think he'll have a lot of uh, flexibility uh, and freedom to get them into the right plays, both in the run game and the passing game. And I think the ball is going to get spread around. I mean, clearly they're going to find ways to, to involve Hunter Renfro. They're going to find ways to get Devontae Adams favorable matchups. But I think this ball is going to get moved around a bunch in this offense, in part because uh, they have the, the players to, to essentially create matchup problems. I think that's their biggest strength. But also because I think they have a quarterback who's smart enough to find the best matchup. So I think it's going to look a lot like the New England Patriots offensively. Man, I just can't wait to watch this entire AFC West. I've said it a hundred times. Might as well make it 101. The season cannot come fast enough. Hey, coming up on NFL Live, the Niners quarterback situation got a little more interesting after the team has now let Jimmy Gina's agents seek a trade. But hear why Tim thinks the team could be worse with Trey Lance at quarterback this season. Plus, we continue to dive into Kyler Murray's new massive deal with the Cardinals. Could this be mo the motivation Kyler needs to bring the team to the next level? Our own Kimberly Martin thinks there are no excuses now. Talk to me nice so don't talk to me. Hi, it's Mike Greenberg letting you know ESPN Bet is ready to take you through all the biggest sports moments this spring. The official sportsbook of ESPN has exclusive offers and markets from Scott Van Pelt, Stephen A. Smith, and me, plus many more. From the playoff intensity to finally getting out to the ballpark, there's no better time for sports fans. Sign up today. New users get a bet reset up to $1,000 in bonus bets if your first bet doesn't win. Download ESPN Bet today. What a play. Must be 21 plus and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. See app for details. This podcast is proud to be supported by Jets Pizza, the number one pick in Detroit-style pizza. Why? It's simple. Jets is better. With the thickest, crispiest, cheesiest Detroit-style pizza in the country, there's no competition. Right now, get $5 off any eight-corner pizza with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Go to jetspizza.com to learn more and find a location near you. Again, try Jets' signature eight-corner pizza and get $5 off with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Jets Pizza. Better because it has to be. On Wednesday, we got news from Shefty that the 49ers have granted quarterback Jimmy Garoppolo permission to seek a trade as the team presses forward with Trey Lance as its presumed starter. This comes a year after Jimmy G helped San Francisco to an appearance in the NFC Championship game. If Jimmy G is going to get traded, his new team is likely going to have to jump through some financial hoops to get there. At the moment, only the Browns can afford his near $25 million cap hit without restructuring other deals or asking the 49ers to take on some of the money. Garoppolo's cap hit is seventh highest of any quarterback this season. Time now for us to say hello to Kimberly Martin, a third member of our panel. And Kimberly, it's almost late July. What is the market for Jimmy Garoppolo yeah. at this point? Unfortunately, Fields, you look around, just look around the league. All the rosters are pretty much set. You mentioned the Browns. The Browns, they have a, a whole bunch of quarterbacks right now. And never say never, but they're not looking at Jimmy G. So, 
Yeah, another team you look at maybe Seattle, but really there aren't a lot of places for Jimmy right now, and that's the problem that the 49ers are having because this has been the worst kept secret. Everybody knew that the 49ers were going to move on from him, not because they didn't love him, but because they're trying to turn the page and clear the runway for Trey Lance. So unless a team has an injury come training camp, Watch watch Jimmy G and the 49ers because it'll be interesting when he's still in the Bay Area for right. a little bit. Yeah, well, and, and perhaps until the regular season, although I would think, Tim, this is Trey Lance's team. He will be the starter come week one. And if Trey Lance is, in fact, a starter in week one, are the 49ers better than they were last year? Field, I don't believe that they are. I mean, the reality is, you know, Jimmy Garoppolo maybe had a ceiling to him in the eyes of the 49ers. But they won a lot of games with him. And, you know, for the most part, he made very good decisions. I think he, something like 31 and 15 as a starter for the 49ers. And so when you look at Trey Lance, I don't think there's any question that the physical ability Trey Lance has is what they're excited about, the upside, what he can be um, because of his ability. The, ch the challenge I would kind of pose to anyone that thinks they're going to improve would be he hasn't played any football in the last thousand days. I, I think he has something like three starts, one of them in college, uh, in, the, in, in roughly you know 900 plus days, nearly a thousand days. That's a problem in my view because I think you need to play in order to get better. And some of that's not his fault, obviously, but the reality of his situation, he's played very little football in his lifetime, much less his career and getting caught up to speed to play at a high level, which Jimmy Garoppolo did, is going to be hard to do. Well, I'll say this, guys. I think two things can be true. The, the 49ers can be better and maybe not go as far in the playoffs as they did with Jimmy Garoppolo. I know that seems confusing, but let's not act like Jimmy Garoppolo was out there throwing for 450 yards and four touchdowns and was the sole reason the 49ers were winning football games. That's not the case. So when you have Trey Lance and you listen to what Matt said about he hasn't played, right? I'll give you another stat. He's only thrown 389 passes in his last collegiate season and last year combined. He's going to throw more passes than that this season, and that's why the 49ers have to unhitch the wagon that is Jimmy Garoppolo and give Lancelot an opportunity to go out on the field and learn inside the fire. The 49ers, I think, will be a better team with Trey Lance because they don't rely on the quarterback to win them games. They rely on their running game. They rely on Debo Samuel, which they got to get him back. And most importantly, they play defense. Defense wins championships, and the 49ers have won more games because their defense is just smothering people than Jimmy Garoppolo going out there and lighting it up like he's Aaron Rodgers. Yeah, it will be really, really interesting. This team is obviously built to win right now, and if Trey Lance does not get off to a fast start, you wonder how maybe the narrative about trading Jimmy Garoppolo, assuming that gets done, will change by the early portion of the season. Coming up here on NFL Live, Micah Eilers is the quarterback for a flag football team. So what's her reaction when she gets to meet Patrick Mahomes? He's like my favorite player in the Chiefs, and I want to become a quarterback in the NFL. Major news out of Arizona as the Cardinals have signed quarterback Kyler Murray to a five-year extension worth $230.5 million and includes $160 million guaranteed, that via Adam Schefter. This makes Murray the second highest paid quarterback in league history in terms of both average money per year and 
guarantee. So we bring in Kimberly Martin once more for some additional thoughts on this deal. Kimberly, as you've gauged reaction around the league to this Kyler Murray extension in the hours since it got done, what has it been so far? Oh, man, Field, my phone has not stopped buzzing. And the reaction, I got to be honest, it's been mixed. Some people have said, well, of course, they've got to pay him. Look at that kid. He's got an exceptional skill set, and he's very unique. Now, one GM I actually was texting with said he did not think Kyler Murray was worth $46.1 million a year because of the leader, lacking leadership, as he termed it. And he thought Kyler came off as selfish. And he was, the question he posed to me was, what has Kyler Murray done to deserve that money more than Patrick Mahomes or Josh Allen? Uh, he's second, you know, highest behind Aaron Rodgers. And I thought that was really interesting. But we're expecting some other guys to get paid like a Lamar Jackson. He's not the second best quarterback, but mm. we expect him to be in that range too, right? So you're worth what someone's willing to pay you at the end of the day. And the Cardinals were willing to pay Kyler Murray. I was going to ask you about Lamar Jackson there, Kimberly, because while some have mm -hmm. questioned why he is waiting for a deal to get yes. done, does the news of Kyler Murray's extension and the figures where it was finished at it strengthen the case for Lamar Jackson stringing this along further? So Lamar Jackson not doing anything has been the smartest negotiating tactic there is. But I think it, it, Kyler Murray doesn't really factor into this because you have the Deshaun Watson deal setting the market. When that deal got done, that $230 million guaranteed, when I talked to GMs and execs, they said Lamar Jackson should just slide that number across the table and said, that's where we need to start. So Kyler Murray getting $160 million guaranteed, that's a great metric for Lamar, but the, the stage has been set. He can go in and say, I should be up where Deshaun is. Well, after extending GM Steve Keim and head coach Cliff Kingsbury, Kyler Murray is now the latest major figure in Arizona to get a lucrative extension his for five years. And again, $230.5 million. ESPN Fantasy Football is the number one fantasy game. And with the season right around the corner, get your league started now at ESPN.com slash fantasy football. This week, our My Wish series returns after a two-year hiatus due to the pandemic. And in conjunction with the Make-A-Wish Foundation, ESPN is turning sports wishes into reality for kids who face critical illnesses. Today's wish kid is Micah, a soft-spoken 12-year-old from California, but a fierce competitor on the flag football field. And that battling spirit is something she's been developing since birth. With more, here's Chris Conley. Even as all-everything quarterback Patrick Mahomes sharpens his skills at Chiefs practice for the upcoming season, his attention will soon shift to another QB sharing the field. Blue 80. Sahut, you got it. Blue 80, Sahut. Oh, oh, yeah. All thanks to this one-of-a-kind 12-year-old. <laughs> oh! oh! Micah Eilers of Yorba Linda, California where she quarterbacks her flag football team. My brothers used to play flag football, and then I asked my dad how to throw one, and then I just started wanting to like, play. What do you think makes you a good quarterback? I have a strong arm, and I can throw it really far. Most people who watch Micah excel have no idea what she's lived through. 
I always say that we spent that first year just living in fear. You feel like you're supposed to be there for her to protect her and keep her safe, and, the, and there's just there's really not much uh, that you can do. Micah was diagnosed with pulmonary stenosis. The narrowing of her heart's pulmonary artery required two open-heart surgeries while she was still an infant. They were going to widen her pulmonary artery and then try to repair her pulmonary valve. It's really, really terrifying. And I remember asking the nurse, I said, please take care of my baby. They removed her pulmonary valve altogether. You always say that the worst part is the handing over and the doors closing behind the nurse and your child. The handoff, we call it the handoff. What did you say to Micah as you were handing her off? Come back to me. Just survive. She did. And since then, even with the prospect of more surgery in the future, Micah has been flourishing, strengthened by what she's already endured. Most people usually don't have to go through that, but I went through that and I'm still just as strong as them. I won't stop and I'll always push myself. For her wish, Micah wants to meet her favorite team's quarterback, Patrick Mahomes. He's like my favorite player in the Chiefs, and I want to become a quarterback in the NFL. As Micah plays catch in the backyard, she has no idea her wish is about to come true. Micah thinks she's part of a news story on flag football. Until the Chiefs mascot, Casey Wolf, shows up. Dear Micah, our friends at Make-A-Wish told us that Patrick Mahomes is your favorite player and that you want to break down the barriers to become the first female to, the first female to play in the NFL. We thought you might see what we can do to make those dreams come true. We can't wait to see you in Kansas City. Go Chiefs. Yeah. It's a big moment for Micah and her parents. It was hard not to say anything. And then I had to like make up a whole story, this whole big story. I can believe you. I know. <laughs> <laughs> Days later in Kansas City, Micah and her family head off to the Chiefs facility. On behalf of the Hunt family, welcome. Thank you. And, Thank uh, you. This is really cool. We're glad to have you here. She's brought to the Chiefs locker room. It's so big. Where a huge surprise awaits Micah in her favorite <laughs> player's locker. What? Look at that. Wow. Oh we my gosh. <laughs> her own personalized jersey and gear. It's onto the practice field. Patrick Mahomes welcomes Micah. She meets Travis Kelsey, too. I already has some touchdown plays thrown up. Ooh, you know, that's that's good. Get them later. You, you, you throw them or you catch them? You throw them? As her mother gives Micah a big hug of encouragement, <laughs> it's time to be a quarterback. Don't, don't take my spot, though. You can't throw them too good, you know? <laughs> Ooh. Oh, yeah. And now, for the first time, downtown Charlie Brown. We're going deep, all right? I'm just going to give him a little movie. You just throw it up top of my bed, all right? Ready? It's Patrick on defense trying to cover Travis. I've always wanted to do this. And he's going to get in my chest? Ready, set, hike. 
It's a once-in-a-lifetime thrill for Micah at QB. And your heart, is your heart shaking? Then it's time for film study. What's up, what's up? How's everybody doing? Patrick sits down with Micah to go over footage, including his game-winning touchdown to Kelsey in last year's AFC Divisional round. You get Travis lined up with, with uh, 58 here from Buffalo. It was a great linebacker. This is the exact situation right here. This is me guarding Travis, and then you're throwing the ball, and then this is exactly what happened to me right there. How did you feel when um, you scored the touchdown? I was almost like in shock. I just ran to Travis and just hugged him, man. I was just like, hey, man, I love you. Like, this is this, we'll have this forever. A photo session. Don't embarrass me. Ends an incredible day for Micah giving her the knowledge, experience, and encouragement to pursue her football dreams. Why do you want to be a quarterback in the NFL like Patrick Mahomes is? Because there's, not, there's no girls in the NFL, and I just want to show girls who want to play that they can do what they want to do. Not many dry eyes in this studio, at least. The Chiefs' superstar quarterback weighed in after meeting his biggest fan. Quote, can't wait to see Micah in the NFL. My sources tell me she'll be draft eligible in 2032. So Madden released their quarterback rankings, and our two quarterbacks discuss how hard it is to game plan against the best DBs in the game. Tim Hasselbeck thinks he might have a game plan for Jalen Ramsey. Stay tuned to find out what it is. Robert Half Research indicates 9 out of 10 hiring managers are having difficulty hiring. If you have open roles, chances are you're feeling this too. That's why you need Robert Half. Our specialized recruiting professionals engage with our proprietary AI to connect businesses of all sizes with highly skilled talent in finance and accounting, technology, marketing and creative, legal, and administrative and customer support. At Robert Half, we know talent. Visit roberthalf.com today. With everyone fighting for attention, how can your business stand out and connect with customers? Easy. Get Constant Contact. Constant Contact's award-winning marketing platform has helped millions of small businesses stand out, stay top of mind, and see big results. Fast. Constant Contact makes it easy to promote your business with powerful tools like email and SMS marketing, social media posting, and even events management. With Constant Contact, you'll reach new audiences, grow your customer list, and communicate more effectively to sell more, raise more, and fast-track growth. Don't know much about marketing? No sweat. Constant Contact's writing assistance tools and automation features help you say the right thing at the right time, every time. Plus, you can send with confidence, knowing your emails are actually reaching your customers thanks to Constant Contact's best-in-class 97% deliverability rate. Tackle any challenge with Constant Contact's expert live customer support. Plus, everything's backed by their 30-day money-back guarantee. So get going and start growing your business today with a free trial at ConstantContact.com. Just go to ConstantContact.com right now. Constant Contact, helping the small stand tall. ConstantContact.com. And what can be described as a surprise to absolutely nobody? Rams defensive tackle Aaron Donald earned a 99 rating on Madden NFL 23 for the sixth straight year. Suffice it to say, no one is more dominant in his position in the NFL right now than A.D. His sixth entry into the 99 club ties Peyton Manning for the most all-time. To find out where his running mate in L.A., Jalen Ramsey cracks in the top 10 cornerbacks. We dive into the top 10 as released just now. A.J. Terrell Jr., 
89 overall for the Falcons, established himself in one of the game's best young cornerbacks. He's especially excellent in zone coverage, ranking fourth in all corners. Number nine, Marlon Humphrey, Baltimore Ravens, is one of three players with more than 10 passes defense each of his past five seasons. Number eight, J.C. Jackson, who was on the move this offseason. He is now a Charger. He finished second in the NFL interceptions last year. Brings yet more talent to the AFC West. Another former Patriots, Fawn Gilmore, who was previously a 99 in this game, remains one of the best overall corners in the game. He ranks top 10 in both the zone and man coverage categories. The Saints' top cornerback is Marshawn Lattimore. He's dominant in pressing receivers at the line of scrimmage. Amongst corners, his press rating ranks press rating ranks second. He has tackle rating tied for the third best amongst corners in that NFL 23. The Browns have Denzel Ward. He's one of the fastest corners in all of football. Acceleration is second amongst all quarterbacks in Madden 23. Number four, Darius Slay. What a pickup he was for Philly via trade a couple of years ago. Continues to be one of the best zone coverage corners in the league. His zone coverage rating is 98. That's the second best at the position. Number three, Tredavious White for the Buffalo Bills. He sniffs out plays with the best of them. Coupled with the highest strength rating amongst cornerbacks, White continues to shine in Buffalo. He got hurt at the end of last year. Number two is Jair Alexander. He got a big old bag this year. He's gone up against some of the best wideouts in the game. What does he do? Continue to prevail. One of the best man coverage corners in the game. Coming in as the second highest rated in that category. And of course, the man who owns the top rankings in both man and zone coverage categories, Jalen Ramsey. He's 99 in zone, 98 in man. He is an elite defensive player. Number one amongst all corners, let's take a look at the top 10 once again. Again, Ramsey at the top, and the defending champion Rams now have the number one cornerback and the number one defensive tackle in the game. Ramsey and Aaron Donald are two of the three defenders to earn a 98 rating or higher. Miles Garrett is also in that category. Those are the top 10 cornerbacks. Pretty dominant group and a lot of names that couldn't quite make it onto that list. we got a couple of cornerbacks, quarterbacks on the show, so we figured let's get inside their brain to attack these opposing top cornerback. So, Tim, would you guys go into a game against somebody like a Jalen Ramsey trying to avoid the star cornerback, or was there a plan to attack him and make him work? Yeah, listen, every team that I was on still wanted to be on offense no matter who they were playing against and if there was an elite corner on the opposing side. And so what that really meant was, listen, we'll proceed with caution, but we're not going to run away from the challenge. But we're also going to be smart about how we uh, decide to attack the challenge. And so, you know, I was glad to hear you kind of point out the difference between, you know, how a player plays, you know, a corner plays in zone versus how he plays in man or when he's pressed or, you know, different things like that. Because those things can kind of, you know, dictate whether or not you want to test somebody. You know, I just remember people saying, look, you don't want to double move Champ Bailey. Like, he's too smart. Like, he's not going for that. Like, that's not how you want to attack him. It's no different than people saying, look, we'll throw at Richard Sherman, but it would be crazy for us to just try to run right by him because of his long speed and length. So, you know, you would have to be smart about how you would go at somebody, but you certainly, from my experience, wouldn't just avoid somebody altogether. 
Yeah, guys, it's a very nuanced conversation, and we don't have enough time on this show to break it all down for you. But the two things that it comes down to for me is, one, do you have one of those dogs? You got a Devontae Adams, a DK Metcalf, a Tyreek Hill, a true number one wide receiver, then you throw at all these guys because they're going to be covering them, and you don't want to take your best offensive weapon and just not even look his way. And the second thing is, does the guy follow? Is he a right and left corner? Does he follow your top receiver all over the field? Because if he doesn't, then you just try to avoid that side of the field with your receiver, not with your throwing and anything like that. You just move your top guy around the field and you get openings. But if you don't have one of those top guys, good luck. Because these guys stick to receivers like glue, and you have to be careful not to make an errant throw in their direction. Don't throw the hitch if Jalen Ramsey's sitting on it, guys. He's not just going to knock it down. He's going to catch it, high step on you, and make you feel real bad about it as he runs it back for, uh, for a touchdown. i got to tell you, these guys are at the top of the cornerback market. Of course, Jalen Ramsey being at the very top of it. They'll probably say to themselves, wait, top wideouts are getting $30 million a year. Top cornerbacks are only getting 20 or $20.5 million per year. Where's our big payday? Certainly is due, if you had to ask me. And speaking of big money paydays, with Kyler Murray's deal done, could Lamar Jackson be the next quarterback up? And will the Murray deal speed up the process? Or could Lamar really go into the NFL season without extension? That's next on NFL Live. UFC Fight Night returns Saturday with our heavyweight main event, number four ranked American Curtis Blades and number six, Englishman Tom Aspinall highlight the stacked car. The prelims start at noon Eastern, followed by the main card at 3 Eastern on ESPN+. All right, time now for us to revisit our breaking news from the top of the show. And no one better to ask about that breaking news than Adam Schefter. What can you tell us about the latest in Arizona? Will Field, a deal that the Cardinals and Kyler Murray wanted to get done before camp is now in place. You see the big deal kick in today. The two sides get an agreement done before training camp begins that gives Kyler Murray the third highest annual average of any quarterback in the league. He'll now average $46.1 million. It's the latest blockbuster quarterback deal. You see the numbers there on the board, $230.5 million, $150 or so million guaranteed. Big deal for Kyler Murray. And now... You have to wonder if Lamar Jackson will be the next quarterback that gets a new deal from the Baltimore Ravens. He did show up to training camp after not being there for a good part of the offseason. Obviously, you would have to figure, despite not doing it last year, this would be a summer that Lamar Jackson would want to get a new deal knocked out. Shefty, you were sitting right next to Mort on Super Bowl morning when he reported that there were some who felt as though Kyler Murray was self-centered, a finger pointer, an immature uh, whether that perception persists or not, how much of an issue do you believe that remains right now on a day in which he is signing an historic contract? Look, Phil, I think there are two sides to this, right? You've got a great, young, talented quarterback who's been to the Pro Bowl twice, and then there are people who have spoken to more who have wondered about Kyler's maturity level and whether or not, again, this is somebody that you want to build around. Arizona clearly felt he was a guy to build around. I'm not sure that everybody in the organization felt that way. We'll see over time. But the fact remains he's tied to Arizona for the next seven years through 2028. The team extended Cliff Kingsbury, the head coach. It extended Steve Kime, the general manager. And now it has extended the quarterback. And so they are there together 
for the long haul here. Arizona quite happy to have everybody locked in, long-term, ready to go as training camp is ready to get underway. Yeah, Shefty, great stuff. A reminder, as always, the NFL news never sleeps. Uh, let's get our group back involved here. Robert, what was your reaction when you saw this deal for Kyler Murray? Yeah, Phil, my reaction was uh, was excitement. I'm happy for him. That was the first one, like the little man got bag. Let's go. I love to see <laughs> players get paid. And then I saw the details of the deal, and immediately I was drawn back to say, why are quarterbacks taking less than fully guaranteed deals? Deshaun Watson got a fully guaranteed deal to be traded from the Houston Texans to the Cleveland Browns with everything that he has going on off the field. So why are players and agents not demanding that they get fully guaranteed deals? I just think that guys put their lives on the line. We got veteran players, former players that are dying at the age of 45, 50 years old because of the effects of football. We got to get these guys fully guaranteed deals because we earn it every single time we step on that field. And I'm just a little drawn back by the fact that the players are not seeking that out after seeing what Deshaun Watson got. I was going to say that Deshaun Watson deal is going to be discussed many, many times over until quarterbacks are routinely getting 100% of their compensation fully guaranteed. Even if not 100% guaranteed, Kyler is now making the big bucks but the Cardinals got to hope that he can earn that check from start to finish, meaning of the season, as Arizona has made a habit of starting fast and then slowing down in the second half of the year. Look at last year. Murray was fifth in total QBR through October. He finished 18th in that same category from November on. All right, so Kimberly, this is a team that has now locked up its general manager, its head coach, and its quarterback to a long-term deal. You see those numbers about the ways in which they have struggled late in the season, if those, if they continue to underperform down the stretch, who do you think is going to be feeling the most pressure within this organization? Listen, Phil, we spent all day talking about Kyler Murray, mm. but I think we need to be talking about Cliff Kingsbury a little bit, just because, you know, I, I've, I've covered their games. I've watched this team. We talked about them early in the season, like watch out for the Cardinals, and then they just sort of fizzled down the stretch. We can put that on Kyler and his diminished numbers, but put that on the head coach, too. I'm in New Jersey. I've covered the Jets. I've covered the Giants. If he were in this market, Cliff would have been on the hot seat a long time ago. Mm-hmm. I think it's not just Kyler. Like, Cliff has to be better down the stretch and make sure that his team is better down the stretch field. Kimberly, I think you're exactly right in terms of the pressure. I also think you're exactly right in terms of the attention. I mean, the reality is, is like they're just not in the national narrative the way that other organizations are. Mm-hmm. And I think when you look at you know what Kyler Murray can you know eventually be as a starting quarterback in the NFL, so much of that is tied to how much better of a coach can Cliff Kingsbury become as he learns yep. about being a head coach of the National Football League. I don't think there's any doubt about it. And um, and and that's why I think while, you know, you know, the vast majority of the league will look at what the, the Cardinals do offensively and find it to be a challenge, I think from a team perspective, you know, winning ugly, if you will, finding ways to do that, there's an element to that that, that good coaches find a way to do it. Um, and I think people are looking for that. Look, I, in, in terms of the deal, Look, I think it's a fair deal. I think it's the right timing for the deal. I think the questions about his leadership uh, are legitimate and fair. Um, And I think that, um, you know, now that he's been kind of given the thing that he wanted, which was a new contract, 
The question ends up being, does he step up, rise to the occasion, and start to kind of be the leader and the, the building block that they want him to be in Arizona? Yeah, guys, just to kind of talk about what, what Matt just, uh, or, you know, Tim just talked about there uh, with Kyler and the leadership thing, I just don't understand why that matters at this point. When Kyler came out and said he wanted a new deal and he said he wasn't going to play if he didn't get one, why does it matter that they don't think he's a great leader? Why do they need to tell that to everybody else? I, I don't understand how that, that works when you tear down your starting quarterback to the fans and to the media. It just seems like they're going to give him money anyway. It just seemed pointless. But when you talk about Cliff Clingsbury and what he has to do to help this team be better it comes down to making adjustments late in the year and I'm talking about offensive adjustments because their offense always starts out fast but then defenses in the NFL they kind of clamor and figure out what you're trying to do offensively and shut it down Cliff has to do a better job of keeping things fresh and new later in the year so that he can get his guys open and I think Marquise Brown coming to the Cardinals is going to be a big get for them because Kyler is extremely comfortable with him as they were college teammates at Oklahoma and Marquise Brown due for a contract himself by the way and every time a quarterback signs a big deal the first thing we ask is well who's next right And in this case it seems pretty obvious that Lamar Jackson <laughs> is on that short list so Kimberly what effect will today's news pertaining to Kyler Murray have on Lamar Jackson's negotiations well it'll make us talk about it more it'll make me think gosh I wish I was Lamar Jackson's agent but Lamar didn't need Kyler Murray signing today to think you know what now is the time for me to sign. He, the, the Ravens have wanted to sign him for the longest. And I've been told that Lamar has been focused on getting better physically, more fit, stronger, faster, getting healed up, and focusing on winning a Super Bowl. Now, RG3 was talking about leadership and why is that important. Coaches always say, you know, this player, he does it the right way. He's the right kind of guy. He's not selfish. He, Lamar is the kind of player who has done everything for the Ravens, an MVP-type player. So you want to see him get taken care of the same way some of these other quarterbacks are getting paid. Yeah, Lamar Jackson, by the way, has been extension eligible since last offseason. Still no deal done, but as we were reminded of today, the NFL yeah. news cycle will continue all until the games begin. NFL Live returns tomorrow. For now, it's a good day to be Kyler Murray and $230.5 million. What if in 2024 you got a little bit better every day? When you're learning a new language with Babbel, that's exactly what you're doing. And if Babbel can help you start speaking a new language in just three weeks, imagine what you could do in a full year. Don't pay hundreds of dollars for private tutors or waste hours on apps that don't really help you speak the language. Try Babbel, the science-backed language learning app that actually works. Babbel's quick 10-minute lessons are designed by over 200 language experts to help you start speaking a new language in as little as three weeks. It's designed by real people for real conversations. Babbel's tips and tools are approachable, accessible, rooted in real-life situations, and delivered with conversation-based teaching so you're ready to practice what you've learned in the real world. They have over 16 million subscriptions sold. Plus, all of Babbel's 14 award-winning language courses are backed by their 20-day money-back guarantee. Here's a special limited-time deal for our listeners. Right now, get 60% off your Babbel subscription, but only for our listeners at babbel.com tackle. Get 60% off at babbel.com tackle. Spelled B-A-B-B-E-L dot com slash tackle. Rules and restrictions may apply.